What up, everybody? This is Jay Celine. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And this is your girl, April Jones. It's your boy, Giovanni Watson. Hold on. And I'm glad to be back. It feels good to be back at Hollywood Unlocked. Thank you, Gio, for holding down the um, driver's seat. Thank you, man. No problem, man. You, you should go it. missing more. I really enjoyed that. Well, the way my <laughs> travel plans are set up, I might be. <laughs> I actually got offered to go to Thailand for a month. Oh, wow. Some Shit. company heard me on here talking about um, getting in shape, and they're like, you can come over here for 60 days. We'll pay for everything. And it's like a health and fitness, like twenty, like seven-day-a-week boot camp. I don't oh, know what I would dope. do if you left like this to go to Thailand and came back and was like super yoked and shit. It would be weird. I hear fucking all your friends. <laughs> oh my God. That fucking part. <laughs> but anyway, before we get started, I want to say, um, you know, a lot of the fans have been asking about Melissa Ford and um, how she's doing. And honestly, you know, this has been a real serious thing that's happened to the Hollywood Unlock family with her being injured in this um, car crash and we've talked a couple times but she's recovering and it's going to be a slow recovery process but I don't feel that it's my place to speak on her medical situation or her recovery process and she's chosen not to talk out about it and so I've had my team check on her while I was gone I know you've checked on her you went to the hospital the day it happened mm -hmm. uh, you and I talked and she and I have talked and um, you know friends have been I'm reaching out. So, um, yeah, we just want to wish her well and hope that she's recovering. And I'm going to hopefully go by and check on her today. But other than that, did you want to give any update? Or Oh, well, you know, um, we talk very, we talk, we talk sometimes, but via text, it's hard for her to like talk because it makes her head hurt more. But um, she's like, like you said, she's, a, she's recovering, but very slowly. And um, hopefully she'll be back soon. One thing about Melissa Ford, she's a soldier. She's found herself, you know, in situations before getting hit in the head. You know, this is her second head trauma in a couple yeah. of years. So um, she got hit when she was on Blood, Sweat, and Hill. She was hit in the head with the bottle by the girl. And then now, you know, being in a car crash where her car flipped over three times on the freeway. So it's serious. So it's yeah. it's not something that I want to speak on until she's ready to speak about it. So I'm going to respect her privacy. And until then, um, we'll be here holding it down for her. But That's anyway, right. get well, Melissa. Yes. And thank you, April, for sitting in. I was, I was mad that I wasn't here for your first interview because I've never interviewed you. Oh, gosh. It was a great interview. I love April. And people Thank love her. Thank you. People love her. It's so, been fun. Yeah, yeah. April's likable. Very likable. Am I? You yes. are likable. I've never not Aww. liked you. I felt that, you know, of course, when we did the show together, you were much more private then. But you were in a relationship at the time. Right. You know, you were very protective of your family. Yes. As a woman should be. I saw your sweet yeah. little babies yesterday. Oh, you did? Yes, Where? I did. At the, at the game. game. Yep. Yeah. They told me, they said, Mama, I went, to, I went to a basketball game. I said, oh, you did? Oh, okay. <laughs> but did April tell you guys how she met me? No. Uh, no. Oh, really? No. April didn't tell you where she thought I worked? <laughs> Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I had no shame. He got so mad at me. I was like, what? I thought you worked at Chipotle. We were at a Halloween party. I did. We were at a Halloween party, and I walked in the kitchen, and she's like, this pretty girl. Like, Hi. I'm like, hey. She's like, oh, my God, did I just meet you? And I'm like, where? <laughs> she was like, Chipotle. <laughs> and then he never let it go. That's some he April years. shit. I was like, this that bitch is... just tried me in the kitchen. <laughs> Literally. No. I was like, what he so mad for? Because you fucking working at Chipotle? <laughs> yeah. So when I went to Love & Hip Hop, they were like, do you have any beef with April Jones? I was like, yeah, she thinks I work at Chipotle. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have no beef with her because you know, she's know. not that kind of girl. No. All right, so I haven't seen you since you um, left the show. I mean, and you didn't even yeah. come to the reunion. Why did you not come to the reunion? Cause I just for what to just watch y'all fight? It just is too much. I, I couldn't do it. I was over it at that point. I had just had my second baby. I, was I still pregnant? I don't even know. I, I think you were. Maybe I was still pregnant. Yeah, but I was like over the shits. And did <laughs> you just? And did, so you guys just decided we're done. Yeah, done. So wait. So when you guys quit? When you guys quit loving hip hop? Were you? Was the relationship over at that point, or was it? In, no, we were still together. But you guys were just over the show. Yeah. Damn, y'all didn't even come to say bye. Uh uh. Bada who we were really not you know at that the second season I just felt like we really weren't in anything and then his mom and I weren't fighting so I just felt like what are we on the show for you know like well, the story just ran its course well congratulations on having the uh, courage to walk away because you know some of them fossils are gonna die with that show <laughs> oh yeah mm -hmm. okay so April Jones is in the building I've never had a chance to interview April I've always wanted to interview April I've always wanted why to, I've always wanted your to little say, nosy I, shit I've always wanted to say <laughs> why didn't oh you and Omarion work out I don't know. <laughs> Notice I have not brought No, honestly, because I was on my live and someone was like, yeah, like, you know, because you can call people and stuff. And the girl was like, I just want to ask a personal question. What happened? And I was like, yeah. I really can't. I can't tell you what happened. I don't yeah. really know. But did you fall out of love? Um, eventually, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, because I was given no, no choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, I always will have love for him yeah. because he's the father of my kids, but I'm not in love with Two him anymore. Two beautiful kids, by the way. Yeah, definitely not in love with him anymore. And then you were seen with the game, and I know you guys are friends, and people had the rumors that you guys were fucking around. Yeah. Was that true? No. Okay. I mean, and doesn't I have, seem you like know, your type of guy anyway. Well, no, uh, um, he's he, we we Good friend. No, we're real cool, but it's so funny because we were all at his house and they were like recording us or whatever. But it's so funny. Out of all the girls, I was the one girl uh, that just stood you out the and one, was like, "You the one they gonna talk about? Who else was there?" I'm making a taco. Uh, Lola. Lola uh, okay, hold on. Lola. Lola. Um. Lola. Uh, 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 Lyrica was there. She married. Um. So, but I mean, they were there. Yeah, but you were fresh out of a relationship, looking fly, had the body, had the snapback. And you know what else I liked about Damn. you? When you left Love & Hip Hop, I love the humility that you showed. You either went back to school or got a job. Did you go um, back to school? I went... Uh, Medical school. I went back to work. You went to work? Yeah. But you were like showing that you were at work. Yeah. No, because you know motherfuckers will leave a season of Love & Hip Hop and they'll be jumping out of helicopters <laughs> and shit. Fuck. Yeah. I, I was I, like, this is too much. But, you know, I was working. I had patience. And people was like, are you April? I'm like, God damn it. Can I just do your damn case? How, how do you deal with like the post-show... Fame or post show recognizability. I mean, you know, it's a part of you know. Yeah, it comes with it. Mm -hmm. So it's it's all good. I mean, I love people. People love me. I'm, I was I was I, I got away pretty pretty. I mean, you know, I don't know. I got away pretty smooth with that with that show. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful for that. And yeah. everybody, you know, that I meet, they're very friendly. They're very nice. You know, they're re very respectable people. So, but you I'm were gonna, good. I mean, on the show, you had a good. You had you you were good on the show. You weren't like. That's what I'm saying. Fucking so, somebody's man and yeah. threatening to kill everybody. And, you know, you were you were like the one that kept everything. You were the sounding board. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You didn't have enough drama behind you, girl. I mean, she I had drama, but she had drama. But see, this is where I, I feel <laughs> like this is no, where I, I feel like some of the storylines just don't make sense. Like in real life, people sitting in their homes watching the show is having real life shit. Right. Uh, m m girls and their baby daddies and not seeing eye to eye and keeping the relationship fresh. Uh, baby daddy's mama wanting to be in the relationship. That's real life shit. And I feel like those stories need to be told a little bit more yeah. because you can only have so many of the same storylines recycled. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, my shit was for real. So. So now you're co-parenting and you've done a good job of not um, having any mess in the press. How do you manage that? Uh, well, I'm private, you know, and um, I mean, there's moments, you know, you get those moments where you're like, oh, I just want to just cut your ass out publicly because I just want people to know who you are, you know, and you have those moments. And then it's like, it's not worth it because, mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter what you say. It's like. It ain't going to do nothing except make people, you know, pay attention to my life even more. And I'm like, I don't really want that shit. So mm -hmm. I'm good. Well, I haven't known Omarion since he was a father. I've known him way before the yeah. show. And I, I feel like when the show happened, I didn't know him anymore. And, you know, you had told me, we had talked yeah, about it. Yeah. And you were like, you know, he's a father now. He's a husband. You know, because I. Ooh, I'm, reverse. He was not I a mean, husband. not a husband. Sorry. Sorry. But you guys were engaged, right? New. Never? Mm-mm. Damn, I wanted y'all to make it. I know. Y'all are a beautiful couple, though. And the kids. I was just yeah. looking at the kids. I'm like, these Motherfuckers are so goddamn cute. Thank you. Because not everybody has cute kids out here, Nelly. These little ugly motherfucking gremlins <laughs> running around. I goddamn it. I'm so sick of people asking me about these kids. Are these kids cute? People keep sitting in Hollywood on my babies to post. I ain't posting no more fucking ugly kids, but I do post <laughs> Joe Budden's kid is really cute. Oh, so yeah. cute. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you made it through. And um, I'm, I you did. know, you're, you're, uh, you have a wine line. Um, I do. You had a party and tried to get us all drunk. What's the name of the wine again? April Wines. But it's uh, named after my daughter, Ame Labi. So if somebody takes your wine and drinks it, they could say they swallowed April. Yeah, I taste pretty fucking good. Damn, you do taste good. I do. because oh, I had the wine. Okay, <laughs> remember? Oh, at the I know, party. but we have these moments. April, oh yeah, yeah. April, our audience knows damn well you ain't let them taste nothing. Don't you? <laughs> That's true. All right. Don't they underestimate Giovanni Watson. You understand me? Mm -hmm. You'd be anyway, amazed. Gio's daughter's in the room. She's a minor. Even though I've seen <laughs> some. She's a grown. She's she, grown. I saw her yesterday After talking to NBA, NBA young boy. <laughs> You're going to learn. After last night? What happened last I, night? No, I'm no, I'm just, she grown. That's all I'm oh, saying. Okay. She grown. I'm done. She grown. Her that's mood, my her, baby. Her though. face right now is my entire mood every time I'm around you, by the way. That's my baby. All right. So while I was gone at... Uh, while and out in Atlanta, which, by the way, shout out to everybody in Atlanta that showed us a lot of love. I'm not the biggest fan of Atlanta, but I, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that to say that I don't want the love when I come back in October. But um, there was a case that happened with the little boy that was murdered in the Bronx, Junior Guzman, that like really fucked yeah. me up. Like I was waking up every night in the middle of the night to search and find out is there more what's happening here or there. And I think, you know, somebody asked me yesterday, what is it about this case 
that affected you more than what happens on all the other times. Some people say, oh, you only care because he's light skin and not dark skin. You only care because it's in the U.S. and not Africa. Like, I think it's the first time I've ever seen people savagely drag a human being out in the streets, 15-year-old kid, and just murder him like that. Right. Maybe that's what it was, you know? But did you, I mean, as a mother, how did you, how did that impact you? I mean, I was, I was saying the same thing, like waking up and researching, going on, you know, my phone, trying to figure out more information. But when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I was just so compelled to see more. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, what yeah. in the hell is this? Like really in the, his face, like, the, like his face, that little last picture capture when he's holding onto the door mm-hmm. and they're dragging him. I was like, oh my God, yeah. he was so scared. You know, I don't know. And the thought that that could literally be anybody's child. Your child goes to the corner store, you know, and then I feel like it was just like evolving into more. Like he was chased for several blocks and then he he was trying to hide. He was trying to hide in the store and then was put out the store and then killed and then had to walk himself to the hospital and then to just die like that. I don't know. And police just standing there looking at him bleed out to death, like at the bus stop. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, I can't even imagine it. I mean, that's the same age as my child. So. It did some shit to me that um, it branded me with fear of my own child. You never know what's going to happen from day-to-day basis. That's why I try to teach her street smarts. But she's a very intelligent young girl mm-hmm. with the streets. You know, she lives in Gary, so she know how to move about, you know. Um, so, but that shit. We took a lot of criticism for sharing the videos. Well, one, just to clarify, the mother asked that people share the images because she wanted people to see what they had done to her kid. But more right. importantly, <laughs> I shared it and I did a video where I said, you know, I don't give a fuck if you mad that I'm sharing it or not because this is the world we all share. Like, we share this world. None of us live in this world on our own, even though we wake up with our own problems or we wake up in our own homes, we wake up with our own bills, we share the world. And oftentimes, like, I don't even think about, you know, if I hop into Uber and I'm in a bad mood from something, I just got done with a call and then now I'm rude to the Uber driver and I'm fucking up his day. So everybody that got to get in his car, gonna have a, we all have to coexist and right. i just felt like watching that video um it really bothered me and i was you know shout out to cardi her and i had talked a lot about privately about um junior and she was one of the first to share then rihanna and then it started getting picked up and la la and stuff like that but i don't know i just i i'm so consumed with it that like next week when i go to new york like i'm gonna figure out how to meet his mom i'm that consumed with it and yeah. figure out try to get exclusive with it <clears throat> well that right. and, that and just we keep sharing her story you know and fans are like hey you know thank you hollywood a lot for keeping this story alive but i'm just like we want to follow it all the way to the end till they kill them niggas or fuck them some i'm gonna follow the story all the way to the end so anyway that's yeah, my man. um junior Guzman story one more little exclusive um, Azalea Banks was on Wild and Out um, mm. last week. Um, what happened? I was on that episode. <laughs> you know what's so funny is the night before um, we get the email of who our guest is and the games that we're going to play. So, you know, when I saw Azalea Banks and I saw So Petty, Plead the Fifth, Wild Style, which was three of the games, and I think I forgot what the fourth one was, I was like, oh, we going to light her ass up. But it's in fun. Like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll call me Fat Drake, Daddy Yankee. Somebody told me. Somebody told me I was uh, dr- uh, melted ice cream cone. I mean, you know they're gonna talk about you, right? I wore a rainbow cape this season. I was I a gay that. You was wrestler. On your Lena wave, uh, wave. A what? You was on your Lena Wave wave. Lena Wave ain't got nothing. Lena what? Wave. She ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> okay. But, but I was, you know, like it's one of those things where, like in real life, this is probably the most rainbow I'm gonna wear. By the way, I got some really nice shoes to go with it. But I would never have done that. And then I did it for TV, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you come on Wild and Out, you know people are going to crack jokes. Well, when she got there, we were so <laughs> anxious to start our jokes that DC Young Fly jumped from the back to the front, and he just cracked one Cardi B joke, and that was it. That was it, and that sent her into a tailspin, and she uh, she called him a faggot, and she threatened to spit in his face, what? and she just started crying, and we started to stop the show and redo all the game. They read This is the crazy part, that since then she's attacked Nick Cannon, who's probably the nicest person in the world. Yeah. Um, and, um, Nick was like, stopped the show for about an hour, sat with her, changed the whole show up to accommodate her, made her feel comfortable. She came back out. We were told not to go after her anymore. And then she started going after us. We like, wait a minute. So it was one of those things where like, I wouldn't say anything because MTV's asked us to not say anything. I wouldn't say anything if I didn't see how she was attacking Nick. Now she's saying she, um, he might die from his lupus this year and not come back. Um, that he's going to have a colostomy bag. That's crazy. Um, that he's weak and this and that, and that she feels set up. And I will tell you, I walked over That's to her terrible, during man. the commercial break, and I said, "Is it uh, what the, what's the girl name?" Azalea. <laughs> Looney Tune. I walk up to her and I said, "Azalea, 
Okay, when we come back, it's wild style. You want to come at me? I'll let you take a win. Just come at me. She was looking at me like she didn't. I don't want to say psychotic, but she's <laughs> not there. She really is not there. That's why when you see all this stuff online, you just really got to chalk it up to she's crazy. <laughs> she's always involved in something. I never met the woman, so I don't know. But how are you going to be a troll online? That's like if I troll you all day and then you run into me and I'm like, why are you making me, why are you hurting my feelings? Like, bitch, pull your pants up and get to this shit. You talk shit for a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it made sense that all the, see, she's talking about being set up. It makes sense to make all the games petty because online you're petty. So it's like you fall right into what works for you. Right. Of course, they put my petty ass on the show. I was ready. I was, ooh, I was cocked and loaded. But anyway, so <laughs> shout out to Zaya Banks. And you then, stay ready, Jay. Mm, I try. Shout out to all the fans of Wild and Out. Just, uh, just keep watching. It's going to get better. Now that I've launched our merchandise with Hollywood Unlocked, I've been using Stamps.com more than ever. Stamps.com saves all the time in the world for me having to go to the post office. I can sit right there in my office and take my little scale that they provide and print off my own labels and mail my packages right from the comfort of my own home. So I love Stamps.com. And I want to know, Gio, have you started using your account? Yes, I have. What are you mailing? Mailing off things like gift cards, you know, cards, birthday things, presents like that. Okay, well, that's amazing. How many birthday presents are you mailing off? Because my birthday is in exactly 29 days. I got you, bro. Okay, cool. Well, I don't ask for much. Don't wait. Right now, you can get Stamps.com by going to Stamps.com and using the code UNLOCKED for the special offer. You get $55, a free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. And you, too, could be mailing off your things just right there from your house. You don't even got to take off your clothes. You could be sitting there <laughs> butt naked in the living room with a scale. Damn, I sound like a yeah. trap house. Huh? <laughs> okay, well, anyway. So, people, I'm going to tell you how you can get your own account. You can go to Stamps.com and enter the code UNLOCKED. So, if you go to Stamps.com, before you do anything else, click on the little radio microphone at the top of the homepage. Type in UNLOCKED. That's Stamps.com. And then enter UNLOCKED. And then you get $55 free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week Free trial so you can mail all your shit from the comfort of your own home. Let me just jump right in. Go ahead. Barack Obama is the nigga that everybody is saying is the best president that's ever existed. What yes. do you think? What do you think, April? I love... Oh, go ahead. Dang. Go ahead. I love him. Yeah. I mean, he was, the, to me, the best besides what, Bill? Bill Clinton. Don't you feel? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. He's just dope. He got swag, you know. That's right. Handsome. Handsome mm-hmm. Barack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cares. Mm-hmm. Side note, Michelle Obama looked amazing at the On the Run tour, sitting there dancing with her legs out, looking like a snack. <laughs> I didn't see that. I didn't either. She's so beautiful. And I mean, just both of them have so much class. And I just feel like, you know, if you have kids or don't have kids, you want to w- wake up in a world that feels sensible and that has class. And I mean, I just wish somehow we could have eight more years or at least Michelle come back for eight years. Come back for eight years as the president. I would love to see Michelle be the president. Yeah, yeah. she's dope. So who's your favorite president, um, Gio? Do you even pay attention to the presidents? Nah, I do. Okay, so who's your favorite president? Of course it's Barack, man. Why why not John F. Kennedy? Well, honestly, Bill Clinton was the first black president, if you think about it. Why? Because you guys' dick sucks? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. But he did a lot of great things. Wait, but why do you think Bill was the first black president? Because that was some nigga shit that he did. (laughs) Because he got his dick sucked. He's the first black president. You know what I mean, not... Come on, Jason. No, I don't. That's why I'm asking. He thought like a, that's, that's a way niggas think. Uh, we get this head in this office, and nobody's going to find out about it. Like, Wait, niggas don't think that. <laughs> no, do they? Well, listen, uh, we don't know what the hell he was thinking, but he did it, and now some nigga shit. So he was the first black one to me. Well, they say Hillary Clinton's thinking of running in 2020. I would like. I mean, well, shit. I don't know why. I mean, anything's better than Trump right now. That part. Okay, so I'm not even going to get too much on the diatribe about Trump, but for people out there that are listening and that are just waiting for me to say a bunch of fuckery and talk about dick sucking and all that, that's all coming. For sure it's coming. But before I get there, please pay attention to politics. Are you registered to vote, Gio? You know I'm I'm registered to vote, but I can't vote. You're Why? not on parole. I'm Oh, you're on a probation. Felon. Are and, you I'm on, on probo- and I'm on probation. Are you on active probation right now? Yes. Okay, then you, you can't a vote. Felon? What the hell? You? Let's Wait, not that's get into a whole that. other show. My child oh my is here. Wait, okay. but let's just say yep. this. All right. You're right. So if you're on active probation, you can. But once you get off, you can vote again. I think of there's course. a lot of misnomers out there about people who don't know that um, that don't know that they have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yes. Trump stood with uh, Putin at one of the summits recently in Finland. I believe it was Finland, and he basically said that he chose the word of Putin over all the intelligent agencies in the United States, whether or not the Russians meddled in our election in 2016. 
which is probably the craziest, craziest thing ever because you have to remember Putin kills people. Putin kills all of the people who go up against Putin for power die. Okay, Putin is one of the leaders in the nuclear uh, uh, arsenal around the world. So for our president to stand there and say he believes him over our, our um, intelligence agencies is, is historically crazy. And some people are now saying treasonous. But anyway, you people elected him. This is where our people have to become more interested in politics because mm. it's not even about us. I'm 40, 41. Say I have 40 more good years, 50 if I'm lucky. Okay, your kids are inheriting this country. They're inheriting this world. And I don't give a fuck if you're in North Korea, Japan, London. When you start to travel outside the U.S., you start to see how everywhere you go affects everywhere you are. Meaning you can be in Japan, but all those people are focused on U.S. politics because we are the leader of the free world and we are the people. We are the country that everybody looks to. Our, our president, Donald Trump, um, the reality show star, <laughs> is the most powerful person in the world. Yeah, that shit is that's crazy. crazy. Mm. That's insane. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's really crazy. So are you involved in politics at all? Do you care about politics? Um, Not so much, no. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I watch the news, though, mm-hmm. but I'm not interested in Trump. I just, it turns me off and it pisses me off mm-hmm. every single time I watch him. So I just, no. Do you believe in voting? Uh, I do. Yeah, voting is important. It is. People feel like their one vote is not important, but, you know, we have a platform where we speak to millions of people. You have millions of followers. How many followers do you have? Uh, two point five. Sitting over there with two point five million followers. Damn, you can you you speak to two point five million people who have families. <clears throat> right. We have platforms. We have to use our platforms because I'm telling you, like we're literally fucking up this world from climate control to now trade. Now just how we trade things in the world affects our economy. Mm-hmm. Affects our how we trade oil affects our gas prices. If gas prices take money out of you buying stuff for your family. It's all it's a mess. all of it works together. And this crazy Cheeto is just fucking everything <laughs> up and it's really bad. But anyway, that's enough of that. So Barack Obama, please do something to get your wife to run and we appreciate you. Please. Love you. So the um, MTV Music Video Awards are out. Yes, MTV the nominations. What do you think? Yes. I think there's some great nominations up in there, man. Come on. You already know Cardi B leads the pack with 10 nominations, That's man. Dope. I'm so, so excited and so happy for her. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is her year. I think next year's her year. And the year after that's going to be her year. Well, she beat out Jay-Z and Beyonce. That's crazy. And Drake. And Drake. That's crazy. Why do you think it's, you think it's the people, the story of Cardi B? That yeah, I think makes she's her just a real so one. I love Cardi. I mean, Cardi, like in many ways, is our Cinderella. She's our modern day Cinderella. I remember being in the Bronx and seeing her videos before she did Love and Hip Hop and thinking she was hilarious. I mean, she had fucked up teeth. Her hair was blown out. She was <laughs> talking crazy as hell. I didn't know she was a stripper. I had yeah. heard she was a stripper. My boy mm-hmm. in the Bronx told me she was a stripper. But I remember just seeing this girl just like she was so entertaining. So to see her like evolve, I just went to her baby shower in Atlanta her and Offset had this beautiful um, baby shower. And I mean, it was really, really nice. And um, she's just still a cool chick. Like, yeah. you know, when Melissa got in a car accident, she was the first person to text me and say, hey, how's <laughs> Melissa doing? You know, I mean, she's in my prayer. She was asking, like, can she talk? Can she walk? She was really concerned, you know, concerned. Yeah. And um, a shout out to her and K. Michelle who reached out. But yeah, I mean, I love Cardi B. And I, and, you know, people call us Cardi, Cardi would unlock. <laughs> you know the fans call us Cardi with a lot because they think I'm on someone's payroll to like no. secretly just promote Cardi. But I promote what I like, and yeah. I think people like. I mean, it. when she came on the show, she this was right as she dropped Bodak Yellow. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she wasn't the colossal house that she is today. But then she was just still down the fucking earth. Mm-hmm. We chopped it up, and I've seen her out before, and she still would wave to me like, "How you doing? Good to see you, all that mm-hmm. shit." So I, I'm happy for her, man. So congrats yeah, to you. So you know, um, Childish Gambino and Drake tied it up with seven nominations, and um, the Carters with eight for their uh, collaboration for Ape Shit. Did you know that was Migos' song? Yeah, yeah. You can hear him in you the background. Get, well. They, that, it was their song. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when Beyonce calls and says it's mine, it's hers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to um, who was on the show? Um, what's the nigga name from Chicago? Oh, Chance. Chance the rapper. Shout out oh. to Chance the rapper. Saw Chance, met Chance the rapper <laughs> last week. Such a nice, humble guy. I mean, yeah. he he loves wilding out and he loves the games and loves to have fun. His fiance was there. Is he nominated at all or no? No, he's no. not. Oh, he hasn't even dropped anything, right? He just posted no. yesterday that he. But I feel like the coloring book should still be getting nominated. That was an amazing mm-hmm. album. And that wasn't even the album. That was just a um, mixtape. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, con- uh, congratulations to all the nominees and good luck to everybody. And Cardi, I'm going to be there and I'm going to be clapping for Cardi with Unlocked and I hope you win everything. <laughs> she will. So what are your predictions? You think? Do you think Jay-Z or Beyonce, who do you think is going to win the most? Jay-Z and Beyonce or Cardi B? Yo. Cardi B, 100%. <laughs> Damn. No, I think Cardi, that's going to be crazy. Uh, Yeah, Cardi's going to take him. So everybody thinks that I hate Nicki Minaj, and I've said many (laughs) times on Hollywood Unlocked, I have no problems with Nicki Minaj, (laughs) but I'm about to drop something really quick that's going to piss people off. (laughs) Nicki Minaj used to pay somebody to call all the blogs and ask us to post about her. And I would say, first let's start posting, and and Nicki's exchange was, we're going to like, Nicki will like all your photos if you post them. So I would post and Nicki wouldn't like it. And I would post and Nicki wouldn't like it. And then I was like, why am I posting for this girl? She ain't did an interview. She ain't like nothing. She don't follow us. She ain't, I don't know the girl. Can't call her. Can't talk to her. There's no value exchange. So once I realized, okay, Nicki Minaj needs Hollywood Unlocked. Like Hollywood Unlocked needs Nicki Minaj. So I'm going to stop posting this girl. So I told the people, like, I don't know how much she's paying you, but unless you're paying me, I ain't posting shit. So I stopped posting shit. Cardi's never asked me to post anything. Never. She's never said, can you please post this? Can you promote this? Can mm-hmm. you? She likes everything. She likes shit that ain't even about her. She talks about shit that ain't even about her. She follows Hollywood Unlocked. She's done deals with me outside of Hollywood Unlocked and made a lot of money. I've been to her baby shower. I've been to dinner with her. We talk. She's been on our show. When she was hot, she was on our show. She hosted my birthday party for a third of her rate. I mean... That to me is value. There's there's reciprocated love there, and I'm gonna always um, look out for that. So I kind of find it interesting that the fans think I hate um, Nicki Minaj, but I'm not a publicist. I write about what I think is hot and what I think ain't hot. <laughs> if you want people to talk about you, you hire people like Karen Civil to call people and tell them to post your pictures. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so people think I hate Nicki Minaj. I don't hate Nicki Minaj, but I will say this: if that girl don't drop this album and get a number one hit, who oh, um Nicki? If Nicki Minaj don't get a number one album and 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 get a drop this album and get a number one hit, she got she got to have a seat. It's over. Damn, it's I over. No man, it ain't over for no Nicki Minaj, bro. She ain't got Safari. That don't. Uh, that's true. She don't have Safari, so ain't nobody writing her shit. Somebody is if the songs is out. Who's Safari just in the studio with Azalea? Oh my god! Oh my god! I just seen that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus Lord. But nah, you can never <clears throat> look. He Nikki's might change a, her whole life, y'all. Nikki's a goat, man. <laughs> Nikki's a goat. N- There's Nikki, no sitting down for Nicki Minaj. Listen, I'm not discounting all the things that she did the Barbie thing. She did the Anaconda thing. She rolled around on every ground she found. She She's beautiful. She was talented when Safari was writing all her shit. But right now, we live in a Cardi B world. That's true. This girl's come out the gate. She came off the stripper pole two years ago and has two number one hits. She's been on the cover of Rolling Stone twice. And she showed young girls you can have a career and have a baby and a family. People ridiculed her and said, oh, you ain't nothing but a hoe fucking that nigga that's fucking everybody and having a baby and ain't even married. She was married. I mean, what else can the girl do? She's on the song with Maroon 5. She's she's doing everything right, and still she gets criticized. And and I'll tell you, you know, we talk privately about the whole Nicki Minaj, Cardi beef, and Cardi never hates on the girl. She'll never hate. She don't care about what Nicki Minaj is doing, but I will tell you that um, I went to Cardi B's baby shower, like I said. There was this rumor going around that Nicki Minaj bought Cardi B a $5,000 gift for a baby. So I posted the story. Cardi DM'd me and said, not true. And I posted that on Hollywood Unlocked. Then barbs went bananas. (laughs) You're a fucking hater. Atlantic Records paid you to do that. Atlantic Records is not paying me to do that. It's just the truth. I mean, do you think, I mean, do you think clout chasing is, is Cloud Chasing real? Hell yeah. Look at <laughs> Rainbow Head was at the game yesterday. Who? Takashi. We're not going to That's do a that. Cloud Chase. He, so he's the king of it. You think so? Why? Absolutely. Because he, it's all marketing. It's a very smart thing that he does. But why do you think, how is he Cloud Chasing? Cloud Chasing, like going to like for Chicago, for instance, and talking about on phone them and, and, and banging on the set on GDs and stuff. That shit is there, but only posting it after he leaves Chicago. That's Cloud Chasing. Is it? Yes, it's a form of it. You think that's cloud chasing? Mm-hmm. I okay. <laughs> you know when when Takashi first came out, you know what? I, um, for people saying who's Rainbow Head, he's talking about Takashi Six Diamonds at the game yesterday. You know what? When he first came out, he was annoying because he would troll. But then I sat back and I said, this little nigga came out of nowhere. He literally disrupted the whole industry. Chicago, New York. He first thing he said was, "I'm the king of New York." Oh man, you the king of New York. Wait, and Fifty Cent helped him co-sign. But what I'm saying, because Fifty knows, Fifty smart. He knows how to get things to go viral and how to move the internet. 
So this motherfucker came out and said, I'm the king of New York. Fuck Nas, fuck Jay-Z, fuck uh, Biggie, fuck everybody in New York, fuck the locks, fuck Fab. I'm the king of New York. Wow. I was irritated. Then he said, okay, fuck Chief Keith, who we all know is really about that shit. Went to his block. He may have went at the wrong hour that he said he wasn't there, but still, <laughs> he's. I think he's been the most disruptive, and all his music has been at the top of the charts. And he's. T- I mean, apparently he was huge overseas. That's what I did some research. He was really huge overseas, and then started putting his music out over here. So you're not a fan. I love his music. Okay. Are you a fan? <laughs> I don't even know what song. <laughs> Get the sticky out. What? Get the sticky out. That's one of his yeah. songs. Okay. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I love his music, but you know. Yeah, I don't. I Is don't he know. going to jail? Is he-, <clears throat> he just went to jail, but he, he bonded out for $2,000 or $20,000, and he's at the game yesterday. So yeah, I got the number, and I'm going to work on an interview, either here or one-on-one. Um, I think he'd be, I think I think he'd be, be extremely great, interested. Yeah. I mean, interesting to talk to. He posted something yesterday saying, I'm going to drop a music video this weekend before I go to jail forever. What? <laughs> he sees that he shit. Yeah, it's that, that shit he be doing. Because he knows how to get people talking. I know. The other day he raced a 14-year-old girl. He was like, I just beat a 14-year-old girl in a race. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I saw that video of him running down the hall or something. Like, yeah. So as I embark on age 41, I am looking at ways of having healthier skin. One of the brands or one of the companies that I've been working with is BioClarity. It's a new brand uh, sponsor of ours that um, asked us to try their uh, skincare products and their skincare regimens out. And I did, and it works. So for those of you that see the glow, it's because I'm using BioClarity. Um, For me, I have dry skin, so I use the essential routine. There's three easy steps, cleanse, restore, and hydrate. And so I've learned how to cleanse my skin properly. It contains hydrating plant extracts like chamomile, green tea, cucumber, licorice root, argan, olive, and shave florax and chlorophyll. It's hydrating but lightweight, so great for spring and summertime. And now that it's summer, even though it's raining here in L.A., um, it's the perfect time for that. It helps to minimize redness, reduce pore size, and even, and even out skin tone. And so I want to tell all of my followers how they can get started on healthier habits with their skincare. All you have to do is go to bioclarity.com. And you'll get your first month of 50% off of any routine plus free shipping. And it comes with a 100% risk money back guarantee. So that means if you buy it and you don't like it, you can give it back. And so you just have to enter the code UNLOCKED to get that. So that's bioclarity.com and enter my code UNLOCKED. And you too can have healthy skin. Congratulations to Faith Evans and Stevie J. Stevie J, who I just saw last Saturday, did not tell me that he was being engaged to my favorite singer. And my favorite singer who was here a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. I asked her specifically, what is your relationship like with Stevie? She kind of swept it. And she room. was like, you know, we cool, like they hooked up or whatever, but now they're apparently married. Married, married. Jesus Christ. I never even knew they were Have dating. Have you spoke to her? You didn't? No, that's why I'm like shocked. Yeah, they were dating on the low. Then wow. they kind of came out on the show. Didn't he used to date Eve too? Wasn't that a thing? That's when he had, like had the thing? sex tape with me. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Wow, never knew that. Let's remind the viewers that <laughs> Eve does have a sex ed. But look at where they are now. She's with a billionaire on a talk show, and he's with Faith Evans. They both ended up good. So it came out today that uh, Love & Hip Hop's Atlanta's ratings have fallen 25%, and a lot of people are saying it's because Jocelyn's not there. I agree. Did you like Jocelyn on Atlanta? I, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Are you friends with Jocelyn? Uh, well, I wouldn't say we're friends, but you know, if we see each other, it's a hey it's love. kind of thing. Yeah. Who, well, is, who, who is your friend from Love and Hip Hop from the whole franchise? Like, who are you close with? Um, <laughs> are you close with are, are you close with um, Nia? Uh, close with Nia, Shonda. Me and Shonda both from Shonda, Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Shonda's pregnant, right? Oh, she had the baby. She just had the baby. Oh, um, the Nikki, I was cool with Nikki. You're not cool anymore. No, I, me and Nikki still talk. Mm. Yeah, I just don't hang out with Love and Hip Hop people. People all That's the time. Yeah, but, blame you. But me and Nia, we definitely are very close. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to think. Oh, okay, Fizz. That's like one of my best friends. Damn, I used to be in love with Fizz. You know, I never told him that on the show. That would have been an interesting uh, thing if I would have just (laughs) said, by the way. Wait, that's what we had. It was me, you, and Fizz. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh huh. That That was my first time meeting him at um, Tori's Going Away night, game night. Oh, yeah. He's super nice. He's an actual nice person. Very nice guy. Super cool. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out to Faith Evans and, and uh, Stevie J. But um, yeah, I wanna, I wonder now will you see Faith Evans in Love & Hip Hop. Remember we asked her would she do Love & Hip Hop and she said she would. So now Faith Evans comes into Love & Hip Hop. Mimi's there. So now mm. she's Mimi's stepmother, kid's stepmother. Mm-hmm. And then Jocelyn's percolating. So maybe Jocelyn comes back. But I would hate to see Faith Evans in a fist fight with Jocelyn. That would do, uh, yeah, I don't. Or don't. Uh, that's not it. That would take Faith. That's not yeah, the move. That ain't Faith. 
That is not Faye. They think like that. She gonna sing some runs, run them right up out of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mandalay Bay, where all those people, uh, that where the shooter shot all those people in um, in uh, Las Vegas, uh, they're now suing the shooting victims as a strategic move to move the case to federal court because a lot of the shooting victims were suing the hotel for them allowing this guy to bring all these guns in there that inadvertently shot them. So what do you guys think of that? Do you think that, what do you think about the hotel suing the shooting victims? I just think it's all ridiculous, honestly. They don't check bags in hotels like that. That's so how are you supposed the, yeah. to know what is in a bag, you know? You're That's not assuming I'm, that someone's yeah. bringing guns in there. So what, are we going to have like security now? They're going to change their policy now? I think all hotels are. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do do you think, that, well, let me ask you this. Do you think the hotel's <laughs> liable for them being shot? No, of course no. not. It's not their, this, I don't think it's their fault. Ugh, that's a that's hard a sticky one. situation, that's a sticky man. One. Yeah, that's But a it's hard not one. their fault that some man, can, you know? Hmm. I mean, if I see somebody coming in with <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine duffel bags, I'm like, yo, okay, bro. What, what's up in here? Like, I just, that's me just me paying attention. Yeah, though. but they can't do that. Like, you can't be like, open the bag, you know? You don't have a, a right to do that, you know? Well, I think, go ahead. The, I statement think- from the, the statement from the hotel is that the federal court is an appropriate venue for these cases and provides those affected with the opportunity for a timely resolution. Years of drawn-out litigation and hearings are not in the best interest of victims, the community, and those still healing. So basically, by suing them, it moves the... It moves the venue to a federal, federal court, gotcha. but still, people are saying like, "Damn, we just been shot or killed. Our family's been shot or killed, and now you're suing us on top of it." So they're saying it's a insult on top of injury, and it's re-revictimizing uh, the victims. Yeah, they definitely shouldn't be suing them, but it's yeah. just a mess. It's a mess. It's a okay, mess. all of it. And 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 the craziest part is that they still haven't figured out why the guy went on the shooting rampage, and they refuse to just call it terrorism because probably because he's white. But I mean, at the end of the day person that takes out a gun and just shoots a bunch of people like that in a concert. I mean, that, to me, it sounds like terrorism. If he is Muslim, it'd be terrorist. Mm-hmm. Oh, and speaking of Vegas, did you see the video that popped up yesterday of the police officer shooting at the people through yes, his window? Yes, Driving? yes. Is yeah. that crazy? I mean, apparently they had just killed somebody. but And then shot at police or something. Yeah, they yeah. were shooting at the police the whole time. But shooting at the, the car while the police was driving, like, you don't, like, what if you had a shot the dude in the head while he was driving? Dude swerved off Ran into somebody's car, made it. Oh, that officer, I think that was poor police training on his part. For sure. But you know that the for what the police department is saying is that it's there within policy to shoot from their car to another car. Oh wow! If you believe shooting that person is going to stop them from hurting other people, the guy was actually making the right turn, shooting out the window at police, so he could have shot anybody. Mm-hmm. Police could have too. Yeah. That's crazy. We live. We are in our last days. The Lord is somewhere unhappy right now. He's looking down at the earth and just saying, "All you niggas is coming home." He, he got <laughs> Not all you niggas. Some of you niggas. Mm. I mean, listen. Papa John's is calling people niggas now. <laughs> we can't even enjoy a pizza. <laughs> I ain't never like Papa John's pizza anyway. Yo, That's my Papa favorite John's pizza. Is the best pizza. Are you fucking kidding me? Domino's and Pizza Hut. Oh, are you crazy? Do- Domino's yeah, are look. for people that live in trap houses. I can't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It, 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 Little Caesars, but Papa John's mm-hmm. definitely the best pizza. Mm-mm. Little Caesars is for what people on EBT. Pepper? I know he's about to say that. Why? Because they got Peppers. a $5 uh, box. Yes. Hot and ready. You send it, okay, if you send in your little kid who's still developing <laughs> to go buy a $5 <laughs> fucking full size pizza, that shit is cardboard box, Yo, nigga. First, your kids all fucked up. My first years <laughs> in LA, I survived off them shits. I thank God for them. Because you had no money when you got here. Yeah. Right. 14 years ago, that was what I survived. But if off something of. only costs $5 and it's this big and feeds the whole family, <laughs> And it's good. It's bad as fuck for you. I agree. It's terrible. Great statement. But Papa John's has the best pizza. But Papa John's is calling mm-hmm. people niggas now. Nigga, because it's shit. I don't understand. Since when do pizzas become controversial and racist? Like, you fucking shit up. But I'll tell you right now, I'll still order Papa John's. Oh, absolutely. I'll let that bitch come right to my front door and open my door and look at my white neighbor like, nigga, you say it if you want to. This shit is good. <laughs> Yo, so who said it? Was it a white person? Was it a black person? The CEO. Oh, nigga, damn. And that nigga's so arrogant. He was like, you niggas eating. I don't know. But anyway, apparently apparently he stepped down. Oh, man. Mm. Announced that. Wow. Well, he had stepped down in January for criticizing the NFL for players taking the knee. 
Do you understand how many? Um, That's just fucking ridiculous. How much uh, Papa John sponsored so much shit? That mm. brother has a shitload of money. Yeah, but he's also unemployed now. Twelve MLB and all these teams, people are pulling out, including the Yankees and the Mets. Drop all local sponsorships. Wait, who's pulling out now? Uh, all the leagues. The um, MLB teams, including the Yankees and Mets, which are two of they the biggest the franchises. Yeah. Wow, 5,212 locations were removed 56-year-old executive likeness from its logo. Mm. Wow. He was the face of Papa John. He mm-hmm. was the founder and CEO. My nigga, I'm the, the face of Hollywood. How you down from my own company? Well, that's because I only have, see, that's why I only have one board member. I ain't stepping down from nothing. They pulled a Lucius Lion on him. Someone told me one day, <laughs> somebody added me one day on Hollywood Unlocked and said, you're going to lose your company one day with this bullshit. Because I went on a rant about Nicki Minaj. And I was like, well, I own 97% of the company. So I have to lose another what? How much? What is that? 47%? 48%? Yeah, it's not going to happen. No, you have power. That's always good to have more power. Like, what about you? What's the percentage in your company? Just all you? Mm, Yes, it is all me. That's what's up. Let me tell you some equity is important. You Mm. tip it over 1% past 50. That's your good. Yeah, usher your ass right out the door. (laughs) Can you imagine somebody taking me and pushing me out of Hollywood? Hollywood, Yo, that shit would be hilarious. No, I burn that bitch up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I know the password. Okay. All right, so my question is when is it okay for white people to use the N word? Only when, sorry, baby, only when I'm. Cover your ears, girl. No, we're not what? about to talk about when I'm when I'm what? when I'm and I'm being intimate with a white woman. I like for her to call me nigga. For real? Yeah. Like nigga or nigger. Oh my god, Gio. Wait a minute. So. Oh my god. So, Help him. He's so sick. So when you're intimate, <laughs> sick. Wait. So when you're intimate with a white woman, you make it permissible for her to call you a nigger. No, fool, nigga. And she say it. Yeah. Like, give me, my daughter's here. I can't even go into this. Shit. Wait. So what? you allow her to treat you like a slave master or a slave? It's not, I didn't say that, Jason. I just okay, said so I describe like it. She be like, I like I'm that only, nigga dick. I'm speaking. Give me that what? nigga dick. Give me that nigga dick. I like that Why shit. Why can't she just say, give me that black? I like that nigga. Whatever it says is not supposed to be said in that moment. I like it. Wait, so <laughs> you like being told that? Yes, Jason, he does. Do not make this more than what he it does. is. He, we he all does. have that weird fantasy. And that was my little thing that I like. No, wow. I don't have a weird fantasy um, of watch. somebody calling me Drake while I'm having sex or... <sighs> Daddy Yankee or When somebody's role playing They do that shit all the time Okay so So you role play Yes he does He just said it yeah, my, Yes Yes mm. When the right time is a lot So of what other roles Do you play I play Reggie White Jr. On Unsolved I play Bug <laughs> On 187 Compton I play I play a lot of roles Side note Shout out to Michael Blackson Who was at Wild Out This season He's so fucking funny He is He's so black and funny. <laughs> I was speaking to nigga. I was thinking of right. I was like, by the way, nigga, your penis is online. He was like, I can't talk about that. I said, okay. Well. Oh, shout out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we right. on the pilot. I'm on this pilot too. So that's yeah. another role I play. All right. So shout out to <laughs> Michelle Williams. She's in the news again, and it ain't for singing. She apparently checked herself into a mental health facility because she's depressed. Oh, I get it. I, I get it. I get it. Man. Trust me. I've, I've been there. The mind is a powerful thing. Most powerful thing we got. So she just got engaged, though. And this guy now has to go and visit his fiance at the mental health facility. So do you think he's thinking, I better get out of this? No, I mean, everybody goes through some shit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a normal thing to struggle, you it's know? true. But it's, it's dope that she's actually finding seeking and help. seeking help. Because most people, we just go through it and we don't tell nobody or, you know? Would you date somebody with a mental disability? Hell to the motherfucking no. <laughs> Cause you never know Now if I'm cut. in a relationship With you And then you happen to Just go Like get all psycho And shit Then I'm gonna be like Let's work this Let's work Right Alright I love you So but, I'm gonna help okay, your ass, ask But to this. just you, I know you fucked up let, like, let, Absolutely let ask, not Let me ask this Because I don't want The mental health <laughs> uh, Disabilitation board. Awareness of America To come after me Whatever that board is called So let me just ask this And I'm not being I'm not being funny Mm-mm. What disabilities Are acceptable In a person That you would date um, that's pretty interesting. Um, well, I'm talking about like like schizophrenia type of stuff. Like that's that's the other side. I'm not jumping to that side. Like yeah. it's okay to, to like if you're a little depressed. Like I, what Michelle Williams is going through. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a that's a. I can help you get out your depression. I feel like mm-hmm. you know. This is a fucked up question. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, Jason. Oh, so, Gio, what mental disabilities <laughs> would you what, what would you find acceptable in your partner? Um, 
I don't Everything. know. Everything. No, no. I can't do Like, would I, you date a woman that had Tourette syndrome? Yeah, if I loved her. The reason why I asked is I met this guy online. So fine. <laughs> he was from Paris. He had tattoos all on his face, too. Mm-hmm. So I got his phone number and I I FaceTimed him on WhatsApp and he just started just screaming out the just <laughs> screaming, uncontrollably screaming. And I thought he's being funny because he knows me. He knows my personality. But he kept going and going and going. And then he, he hung up and then he messaged me that he was sorry, but his Tourette's was like it was he was acting up. So we never talked again because for me, it was like it was a little scary. It depends on how bad it is. It depends on how bad it is. Yo. How yeah. bad the Tourette's is. Mm. If it's like little subtle shit. But like, what if you were dating a white girl and you were in public and she kept saying, nigger! <laughs> <laughs> would, would, you, would you like be like, my, my girl, she has. Ooh, shit. I'll be like, yo, man. Or your daughter walk in the door, nigger! <laughs> <laughs> like, stepmom, calm down. My stepmom, she don't really mean that. Man, that's hilarious, but nah. Mm-mm. What about you? Yep. No, Mm-mm. you know, I also wouldn't date a fat person because I said this is the deal. Only one big nigga could be in a relationship. I'm going to be the big nigga right now until I decide. I mean, I'm working on it now, but like, say, for instance, and then even if I was to get abs, so now there can't be no gay nigga. Nope, nope. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the only gay nigga in the relationship, typically. But there can't be any <laughs> other big nigga in the relationship. Yeah, no, I don't want. No, I, I'm not. I'm not. So you went to skinny? I don't have the patience. Yeah, fit. Skinny is okay mm. to some degree. Fit. Fine. <laughs> Young. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I just, I have oh, a very specific type. Yeah. I was wondering, would I date a 40 year old? I don't think I would date a 40 year old. It depends on how you look. Right. Mm-mm. On the swag. 40? You don't know what you would date until you meet it. Until you meet it. You know how many people I've met, Joe? Well, yeah, but if you find, if you met a 40 son year old guy and you was like, fuck, nigga, damn, this nigga, you might date him. Yeah. Like Shamar. Mm. Shamar Moore? He's a very good looking yeah, man. But he's disgusting. Shamar's disgusting. Uh, like, yeah, like disgusting, like freaky? Yeah, no, he's, he's like nasty. stuck his tongue in every girl Gross he mouth. meets. He, yeah. it, it goes in their mouth. He, I introduced him to New York. I love New York, Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> and he, instead of saying hello, he just grabbed her and put his tongue in her mouth. Yeah, I've seen him do that a few like, times. Yeah, 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 it's disgusting. Yeah. Fine, though, but disgusting. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm not into dating people with disabilities. It's nothing personal. I met this guy. I told the story before on the show. I met a guy in a wheelchair, and he was so... Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yes. You... J- j- Jason, yeah. First, I want to say I love you and I hate you Why? because now everybody fucking thinks I have a deaf girlfriend because of you. You were dating a deaf. Oh stripper. my god, a stripper, <laughs> a deaf no. stripper. He was dating a deaf stripper. Oh my god, Jason. Well, no, first of all, let's talk about the girl you were bringing up here to the radio station and making her sit in the corner outside. Though I do not have a deaf girlfriend. Gio, you were dating a deaf stripper. <laughs> Motherfucker, you weren't. I just told you a story about a deaf girl that is obsessed with me and that you were messing around with. I Oh my god! So you I never had sex never. with her. We had two shows. We had to edit out the sounds you said she made. No, when you guys I had said. Sex. I said if we, I couldn't because if we did go to that level, it would be like this. Mm. Not acting it out, you motherfucker. Well, <laughs> motherfucker. well, let me, let me say this: If you did date a strip girl, uh, if you did date a deaf girl, it'd be the only girl you've dated that didn't hear no negative shit about you. <laughs> what? Get it? She's deaf. She couldn't hear. Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, let's, who let's was the girl on. that you were bringing up here and making her sit outside in the corner? Is it, you still in dating the her? Corner. You know, well, she was like afraid to talk to anybody. She was like sitting over there, skating and road bouncing right over that. What's her name? Uh, moving on. Hmm. She must have because <laughs> she ain't. That's here. not my. That's not. I'm single. That's not my girl. That was my friend. Okay, so yeah, we're friends with benefits, huh? No. No. Well, shout out to Michelle Williams. We hope that you get healthier. <laughs> yes. and, uh, and Beyonce, hurry up and give this girl a job because if she was on tour and had uh-uh. something to do, she would be okay. That girl is sitting her. She you got want, her own. Um, you, you know she has her own line. Uh, oh candles. Have you ever bought one? <laughs> yeah, I went to her to her um <coughs> party that she had. Her release party for her candles. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm. And you're furniture not, and like a furniture line. You're really? not gonna put that weight she on. She working. Beyonce. Don't be don't hate on Michelle. She no, working. I, listen, Michelle has unblocked me, so we're good. Michelle be working. No, but Beyonce, this is what happens when you go on the run. I'm done. <laughs> Come back and get these girls a job. All right. J Lo says that men are useless before the age of thirty three. Jeez. What Ooh. do you think? J Lo. She said the men are useless but, but what? Before the age of thirty three. Well, she's with somebody that's well over thirty three right now. So, but she was also with Casper um, Smart, who was below thirty three. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just it had, 
age to me is really not not much of anything. It's the maturity because I've dealt with the guy who was what sixteen years older than me at a, at a point in time before, and he was the worst piece of shit ever. Ooh, there's a celebrity that wants to date you. Who? What's his name? About, I can't t- say Fuck. it on the air. Oh, he wants to date you, and he's famous, and he's he fine. Rich. No, um, no. Uh, okay. Rich as fuck, famous as fuck. Who? Uh, say it. And he's not attractive. If I say it right now, April. Yes, let's put. Let's you want me to tell you now? Or you want me to tell you offline? It's for real. It's serious. No, is it? No, really. He reached out to me. Okay. And this is a big celebrity. But he's not attractive. No. Okay, it's okay. It doesn't have to be attractive. Rich. Okay, that's fine. And successful. Okay, who is it? Kevin Durant. Why was we just actually talking about him the other day? Someone who was talking about him? Someone was talking about him the other day. Right, for real? Well, I just be talking. No, I'm serious. Hey, Kevin. Right here. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. He he reached out to me. Uh, he did? Oh, somebody. Kevin. <laughs> the yes. fact that you just plugged said he's not a child. <laughs> No, but he's super. I don't think he's so. Super, famous. super famous and super. You know, my thing is I don't watch basketball. So when I got the phone call, I don't even know where I was at. Yo, what's up? Uh, somebody needs to holler at somebody that you know. Who? April Jones. I was like, April. Okay, I'm not about to call up April. Who wants to talk to April? KD. 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 Who? KD Obert. Like, she's not a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like, no, Kevin Durant. Oh my God, like, we were boy. just literally talking about him the other day. I can't remember who I was talking about. Mm. Well, let what me go on and do him? my work. Well, okay. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm down. Okay, cool. So let me set it. I up. don't think he's unattractive, actually. No, he's. I mean, yeah. he's not my type, right? You know, my type is yeah, like no, the little he... fizz type. Okay, <laughs> but with a little bit more muscle and a little bit more tattoos. Got it. Okay. All right. So cool. last thing, uh, while I was away. Nick Cannon and I shot a very special episode of Wild and Out. I mean, Hollywood Unlocked called Wild and Out Unlocked. Um, it will have aired by the time this uh, this show airs, and because it could, comes on Thursday tomorrow. But anyway, uh, in there, I asked him questions like, "Have you slept with Beyonce?" Because that's what I heard. Um, how big is your penis? Um, he talked about having a threesome with Oprah and Gil. Um, he talked about, I asked him if he cheated, ever cheated on Mariah. I mean, we talked about everything. It was so good to see Nick Cannon Raw because the last time we were here, you were here, yeah. it was very inspirational yeah. and all, it wasn't that. Oh, wow. But what I learned about Nick is that a lot of these celebrity guys are the same. Him and Floyd are the same person, except that Floyd is a savage and Nick is a goody two-shoes. But they both the same. Mm-hmm. Wilding Out Girls, a girl collection. Incredible Chain, TMT Chain. Incredible Gang, Money Team. Uh, their views on monogamy and relationships. But anyway, it was a really good interview, so I would be interested to see what people thought about that, so drop your comments below. Also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, YouTube, uh, Google Play, and Spotify to listen to our show, and um, I think that's it. I think that's it, man. Any last words for you two? Kevin. I knew she was about to say that <laughs> I know shit. I was going to go there. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no. Nothing. <laughs> I'm great, guys. Well, I love, I love you guys. Okay, I love you. cool. We love you too. Thanks. And then we on, we on our way out of here, so we out. Peace.